Hi and welcome to Leitrim Daily. My name is Brett Nearly and you're listening to episode 213 here on the podcast. It is, of course, the Sports Roundup Show after yet another busy weekend of championship action and a little bit of soccer thrown in for good measure. Let's start with our sponsors today, which, is, of course, is the local enterprise office here in Leitrim, based in Orsonkunde in Carrick and Shannon. And they're currently offering a number of supports to businesses in the county to get themselves back up and running after the COVID lockdown. In particular, we'd like to draw your attention to the online trading voucher scheme, which runs a special scheme of 90% funding up from the usual 50% until the end of August. And that's available, all the information on localenterprise.ie forward slash Leitrim. And as you probably know, if you listen to the podcast regularly, we are moving back into a previous life, essentially, of web design. So if you're interested in getting a, a website for your business, don't know where to go to start the process, come and have a chat with us here at Leitrim Daily and we'll help you get yourself up and running and availing of that 90% funding grant from the local enterprise office. You can get in touch with us through any of our social medias at Leitrim Daily and also info at leitrimdaily.com will get us via email. Now, in terms of some big announcements this week, not really big announcements, but it's a little bit of a victory for us here in Leitrim Daily. We finally got our YouTube channel up to the threshold of 100 subscribers. doesn't seem like an awful lot, but for us, it's a little bit of a goal that we set ourselves for this month. And we smashed it this morning. So absolutely delighted to have a hundred of you joining us over on YouTube. We are adding video content to our interviews. So now all the guests you'll hear on the show today, all maybe 12, 13 of them, will have a video element to their video. So we also record it uh, with a video. And that's up on our YouTube channel and a little snippet of it on our Twitter feed over the weekend. So as those games happen, we put those interviews up They'll all be in the Monday's Roundup show as well, but just to remind you that you can get it over there, youtube.com forward slash Leitrim Daily, and you'll be able to, don't forget to subscribe, that's quite important too, that you'll get them first direct to your phone or your computer or laptop or whatever it is you uh, view your YouTube stuff on. Anyway, that is enough housekeeping for today. Let's talk about some actual sports that went down over the weekend. And of course, as usual, based on what's been going on over the last couple of days in the county, it is Gaelic games that will be taking most of our focus today. In terms of soccer, there was a couple of games. Let's run through those fixtures first, get them out of the way. In the SSC Eritricity League, Sligo back to winning ways. Two wins from two now in the opening round of the SSE Eritricity League Premier Division as they've restarted. They've taken themselves off the bottom. Niall Moran featured in both of those victories. 2-1 against Shelburne on Saturday night in front of a bumper crowd of 53 people. That's the world we live in now, folks. That is a capacity crowd nowadays at major sports events in the country. Hopefully that will increase over the coming weeks, but things aren't looking fantastic on that over the coming weeks. In terms of the Women's National League, Dervla Byrne, of course, we spoke to her last week on the show. She played her part in Piedmont United's 5-0 victory over New Girls Treaty United in that particular kickoff to a season played on Saturday night in Green Oak as well. Manor Rangers locally had a victory in their one of their last games in the league against Merville yesterday morning, 5-4. They came back from behind twice to win that game fantastic game of course their title hopes all but gone now but still keeping the, that scoreboard ticking over the goals from Paul Logan Oren Gethins Brian McDonald two and a last minute or late penalty winner 
from Aaron Hickey after Oren Gethins had been fouled in the box. So all in all, good performance there from Manor Rangers. To come back from behind twice is impressive stuff. Well done to everybody there. Now, let's cast our eye towards Gaelic games in the county. And of course, the Senior Football Championship in full swing. And the groups are really beginning to take shape as we speak, and particularly over the last weekend, with a couple of surprise results, but some fantastic performances all around, comebacks again and super subs, the name of the day in everything to do with the Gaelic Games this weekend. We'll hear from some of the participants later on in the show, but let's run down through the fixtures in the men's and women's championships before we get bogged down in each of the individual games. In the Senior Football Championship, in the early throw-in on Saturday evening, St Mary's Kiltahard hosted Balnamore, and they won that game 19 points to 115 with a late late point from Dara Farrell, one of the uh, the architects behind Ahuilan's defeat last week with a goal in the last punch of the game. He did the same. He punched a point to win the game against Balnamore on Saturday night. We'll hear from Dara as well as Wayne McKeown and Dom Corrigan later in the programme. Also in Group 1 in the Senior Championship, Ahuilan's Championship bid ended with a defeat to Finis St. Collins. 2.15 to 2.10, the final score in that particular fixture means Ahuilan sit on the bottom of the table. All of the other teams on four points are holding zero with one game to play, so they can't catch any other team in that group. They are consigned, unfortunately, for Hoeland's point of view, to the playoff final. Who they will face will come to in just a moment because there's some interesting games coming up next week for that. In terms of Group 2 of the Connacht Gold Senior Football Championship, Melvin Gales and Glencar Manor played a game live on leitrimgaa.ie and on their YouTube channel on Saturday night. Melvin Gales 4-11 to 1-14. We hear from James Phelan later in the programme about how great start in the first five or six minutes for Melvin Gales set them up for the victory in that particular clash. And Leitrim Gales nearly did it all over again. A comfortable lead with a flurry of late scores for their opponents. This time Drum Riley bringing the game back much tighter than they probably would have liked 15-20 minutes from time. 13 points to 1-8 the final score there. It does guarantee their survival and their, more importantly, their qualification for the quarterfinals. Drum Riley now face Alan Gales on Saturday evening in Drum Riley in a crunch game for both sides. A victory for Drum Riley will put them into the quarterfinals. The loser of that game will end up in the relegation playoff against Ahuilan. In terms of the Intermediate Football Championship, again, some big, big moves made in the competition this week. Drum Kieran won 17 to 15 points against Bornacula, while Achnashilin, they beat Balnaglera 111 to 11 points. And Balnaglera in a spot of bother now from one of the early season favourites for that particular competition. In Group 2, Drumahair 214 and Aduff 10 points in probably the biggest statement of the weekend. And Aduff would be fancied as one of the teams to go and win this championship. Drumahair really putting their name into the mix for when the business end of the championship starts in just a couple of weeks' time. Gortletra continuing their impressive form with an eight-point victory over Carrigallon, 215 to 13 points there. In the Junior B Football Championship, three games played this weekend. Sean Heslin's 2-6, Alan Gale, 16 points, a four-point victory for the Drumshambo side, while Drumcurran went down to Mull, 1-5 to Drumcurran, 2-14 to Mull, a fairly comfortable victory in the end with 12 points to spare in that particular clash. Melvin Gales, they continued their impressive weekend, 113 to 9 points of victory against Kilt Hubbard, also in the Junior B Championship. Each of them in different sections, three groups of three, a bit of a complicated permutations. It's just the first weekend, we won't bog down 
on today's show about how that is going to affect it. Also in the Junior C Championship, the lowest level in the county, a very entertaining game played in Leitrim Village on Sunday afternoon. Leitrim Gales, 10 points of us, 111. Fintan McBride will be talking to us after that game uh, later in the show. We caught up with him as he rolled back the years to show uh, an impressive ability to stick the ball over the bar from 40 yards. Who knew he could do that? We only watched him for 20 years do it in the green and gold of Leitrim. So great to see him back in action yesterday afternoon. The final game of the weekend in men's football was also in the Junior C Football Championship in Group 2 of that particular competition. And Drummer Hare, second win of the weekend for them too. A second defeat for Balneglera, 1-12 to Balneglera, 2-10. A single point victory for Drummer Hare and what looks to be an entertaining grade of football in the county. It's all very complicated in terms of how teams will progress into the quarterfinals. We know the four teams that will progress, but we don't necessarily know what order they will be in. We'll do a full written rundown on the different permutations in Group 1. It's an absolute minefield. In the other group, it's a little bit less clear-cut, although we have three of the four names in the hat so far. Melvin Gales, Leitrim Gales and Glencar Manor will be in that quarterfinal stage of the competition Alan Gales and Drum Riley effectively uh, a last 16 bout at the round to qualify for the quarterfinals a knockout game for them on Saturday a draw enough for Alan Gales Drum Riley will need a victory but the winner will go into the quarterfinals of the competition the loser will have to fight another day uh, against Ahuillan in that relegation playoff now in terms of the intermediate football championship how the group tables look it's quite clear cut on one side of the draw and that is Drum Kieran will be top of the group no matter what happens on Saturday evening of course there's one fixture unplayed as of yet as we're recording this in intermediate football championship group one and that is the refixed game between Borna Kula and Akna Sheelan as it stands at the moment from Kieran three wins from three they have six points they will be in the quarterfinals and then it's anybody's guess at this point as to who will be with them because the other four teams all have two points at this moment in time. Ochnashielan and Bornacula play each other on Wednesday night in Ochnashielan. So the winner of that will put one foot in the championship and then it's down to the final round of games to see who will progress with them. It could be anybody. We'll do a written summary again on that group in terms of how that's going to work because it's very hard to get your head around the numbers if you can't physically see them in front of you. In Group 2, Gortletra and Draher and Anna Duff will all be in that quarterfinal draw. Kiltrubert and Carrie Gallen, they face off this weekend to see who will join them. At the moment, it's slight advantage Kiltrubert in that the scoring differences would see them through should that game finish in a draw. So Carrie Gallen need a victory. Kiltrubert will get through with a draw in that particular game. Now, in ladies' football, a full round of games played in their championship as well, and it is very much advantage Ballon Amore in the senior football championship in the ladies side of the draw they had a fantastic victory 411 to 117 over Glencar Manor Hamilton not altogether a surprise if you've been following the ladies game in the county but I suppose Glencar Manor would have been fancied as one of the teams that people would struggle to to slow down this year and they were very impressive in their opening two rounds but their I suppose their ability to score only one goal in the 60 minutes on Sunday morning cost them 18 scores versus 15 in favour of the North Leitrim side but unfortunately for them Ballinamore found the back of the net four times and that was the difference between the sides at the end. One goal separated the teams, 4-11 to 117 
as I mentioned. In terms of the other games played in the Senior Football Championship this weekend, St. Francis, they hosted Kiltubbard on Friday evening in Drumshambo. That game went the way of the visiting side, 1-7 to 1-15 in favour of Kiltubbard. So an eight-point victory for the Green and Red girls there. St. Bridget's and St. Joseph's, they played out a rather one-sided game. Uh, unfortunately, been the story of the season for a very, very young and inexperienced St. Bridget's side missing two or three of their stronger players through injury this year and it's really shown on the scoreboard unfortunately for them. 1-2 they managed to muster in this particular game versus 5-17 from St. Joseph's. But Kiltubbard, it's a good statement of intent. They have virtually put themselves into the quarter-final at this stage. They're two points ahead of St. Francis after that game at the weekend but what it does mean is that St. Francis have to play against two of the, the stronger sides in the competition while Kiltubbard still have a fixture to play against St. Bridget's, who they would be expected to beat in that particular game. In terms of the Intermediate Championship, two wins this weekend in that particular competition. And a Duff beaten heavily by Drummer Hare, 8.20 to 6 points. Uh, a tough, tough game for the Anna Duff girls there, while Muhl had a big win against Kildregales, 4.19 to 2.9. But an impressive scoreline all the same from Kildregales, recently promoted from the junior grade. Uh, they brought in 2-9 against a strong Muhl side. Uh, again, a little bit of local rivalry there. We've got Letra and Clune coming into play against Muhl. They'll be quite happy to uh, to have had 2-9 on them in that particular game. They should do enough to stay up in this competition, but time will tell how that works. In the Junior Championship, two games due to be played. Only one of them actually ended up making it as far as the field. Unfortunately, St. Francis unable to field a second string this weekend against Trumkir, and they conceded that game. And Fina St. Collins made the long trip to Manor Hamilton to bug on to play again. Another fantastically entertaining game. A couple of late goals in the game, but unfortunately not enough for Fina to take all two points back to them uh, in terms of the competition structure as it is. Glencairn Manor taking a big, big step towards a decent placing in the semi-final draw for that particular competition, 110-26. So one-point victory for the girls from the north of the county gives them a little bit of an advantage going into the closing stages of that particular competition. How that looks in the senior championship, as we've mentioned, Ballinamore, Shauna Heslins and St. Joseph's, after their draw two weeks ago, now currently sit on top of the table, five points from their three games. Glencar Manor beaten this weekend. They now dropped third place in the table, four points from their three games, while Kiltober St. Francis, two points each, uh, from their three games, St. Bridget's scoreless on the league table, at least uh, with three games played. Top place in this group would mean, if games go as expected, that uh, the winners of the group, which looks likely to be Ballinamore, Sean Heslins, will play Kiltubber in the semi-finals, St. Joseph's playing Glencar Manor. So one of last year's finalists most likely to miss out on an opportunity to play in the county final. Will it play out like that? It's anybody's guess, but well worth checking out to see how it plays out over the coming weeks. Now, in the Intermediate Championship, Mohull, one foot in a semi-final and one foot on the top of the table, they have six points from their opening three games. Also unbeaten, Drumahair, four points after another big win this weekend. Two point, two games played, four points on the board, while St Mary's, Kiltard, 1-1 one, one lost one for two points from their opening two games. Anna Duff and Kildregales still without a point on the league table. Two points and three points played respectively there. Again, the bottom side will be will miss out on a semi-final spot while the top first place fourth, second place third. Who exactly will fill those tables will be 
bit clearer maybe after the next round of games four games in total to be played there in terms of the junior championship again same structure four teams from the five go through st francis b look to be the weakest side in the group purely because of the numbers and it is a second team uh, but drum kieran Fina and glencar manor the teams who look to be the most impressive in that competition so far glencar manor's big win over Fina at the weekend really has put themselves in a good shout of maybe even top in that group they will have to take on drum kieran they've already played they drew a couple of weeks ago but it'll be interesting to see how that pans out but any of those three sides realistically in with a shout of winning that championship and st joseph's as much as it's probably against the odds a little bit being a second team in that particular competition will be eager to make sure that they aren't going to just hand over a championship title to one of their rivals either So let's actually hear from some of the people involved in the Senior Football Championship this particular week. We'll start with the game in Carrick and Shannon on Saturday evening between St Mary's and Sean O'Heslin's. A late Dara Farrell score in the dying stages of the game was enough just to give Carrick the win. We'll hear from him, but first let's hear from Wayne McKeown, captain of Ballinamore, and his manager, Dom Corrigan. Dom Corrigan, your thoughts after that very, very tight game tonight? Oh, it was a great game uh, from start to finish. Very exciting and... A grandstand finish and unluckily for us we came out the wrong end of it this time but uh, fair play to Carrick they fought uh, hard all through and over the course of the 65 70 or was it 75 minutes was played in total there tonight I think there was eight minutes of injury time uh, Carrick earned their win. In terms of the what you're expecting coming into this game is that kind of what you're expecting from Carrick because two weeks ago I don't think anyone in the county would have expected that from them. Yeah well they got a bad defeat two weeks ago but uh, uh, I've seen before where a bad defeat like that can galvanise a team and obviously they've reacted very well to it. I saw them against Ahawillan last Monday, uh, so that was a big result for them and that was an even bigger one there tonight for them. So, uh, you know, fair play to them, they responded well and that's a sign of a good team. So uh, they're in a good place now, they should make the quarter-final. Uh, so we have Fianna to play next week and if we win that, we top the group. So uh, that's our focus now. It almost seemed like a carbon copy of last week's game. The opposition come up, they score a late goal in injury time and then two scores to snatch it back for Carrick. In terms of what you do now, because obviously it doesn't affect your progression to the quarterfinals really in terms of, but it may affect who you play. Is that a concern at this stage? Not really. You know, every game that we play, we look at the things we did well and build on them. And then more significantly, I suppose, we look at the things that we didn't do so well. And there were a few things there this evening aspects of our game that we'd be disappointed with so we'll look at that and we'll try to put it right against Fianna because uh, once you've got a league format to the championship it's about uh, building a team uh, sorting out maybe the men for the positions etc so uh, uh, we're happy with the way that we're progressing we know we've a lot of work still to do and I suppose that game there tonight reinforces that uh, we have we have loads of work to do because last year as I was saying to the lads uh, we coasted through the qualifying group and at the end of the day, that does you no good. Uh, I think it's important to get good, tough games in the build-up uh, to the knockout stages of the championship. And uh, you know, I thought that game there, you know, had the, you know, had the feel of a knockout game. And that's that's brilliant preparation going forward into three, four weeks' time. So, um, uh, whilst disappointed with the result, I was delighted to uh, get a top-quality performance. Real hard honest contest where both teams went at it and uh, I think in the long term it might do us no harm. 
some very fine individual performances as well as part of the team there. Wayne McKeown looked like he was 10 years younger than he actually is. He just seemed to be running the, the show for large periods of the game from centre field. Oh yeah, Wayne is an outstanding footballer and uh, you know he's a great leader and he's, he's one of the key men on our team and he stood up there tonight. Uh, and there were a number of other uh, men who stood up as well. I thought Tom Pryor's goal was exceptional. Uh, and then uh, obviously we were disappointed that we didn't hold on and uh, uh, push on from that. But that's a lesson for us. Uh, the game is never over until the referee decides to blow that final whistle. And no one has control over that final whistle bar the referee. And we found that out to our cost the other night because we didn't know how long he was adding on. Um, and the time just kept going on. So, listen, it's a, you know, it's a hard lesson for us, but I think a good lesson. And uh, I'd like to think we'll be the better for it. How much of an impact did the black cards on each side go for your one? A little bit shorter than Carrick one. They got a full 10 minutes in terms of um, David O'Connell saw the bench for 10 minutes during the second half late on. He probably didn't capitalise enough on that, whereas Carrick seemed to take advantage of, of Dean McGovern's petulance, probably the right word. Yeah, Dean uh, you know, will regret that one, but uh, uh, you, know, you learn from these things. And uh, Dean will be a smart enough player to learn. You know, he had a great game overall there tonight. And uh, fair play to Carrick. Uh, they made that extra man count in that extra few minutes. And I suppose they had that extra bit of hunger about them too. Because if they had to lose tonight, they were probably gone from the championship. Uh, but now they're very much alive in it. And uh, I'd expect to be seeing them in the latter stages of it. Would they worry in coming up against them maybe at a semi-final or final stage down the line? Oh, well, you know, Carrick are a fine side. And I know Dennis Connerton... Uh, from the past, he did a fantastic job with Longford when he was in charge of the Longford senior team and I know he's going to add serious value to Carrick. So with Dennis in charge um, and you know a quality team there, they're going to be there thereabouts, no doubt about that. Hard luck today. I think we'll be seeing you plenty of you for the weeks to come though. I hope so. Wayne McKeown, your thoughts after that? Um, very disappointed to be quite honest with you. Um, we had the game there. We were all over them in the last maybe the last quarter and they just kept hitting us on the break and we made a couple of silly mistakes a couple of wides and carry punished us and that's the simple fact you know but we'll regroup on Tuesday evening and we'll uh, learn from these things and we'll look what went wrong and look what we've done, done right and what went right for us and uh, we'll get back out again for next uh, Saturday evening You gave them a big lead in the first half I think the score was 8-2 at one point but you managed to claw that back in just point by point keeping that scoreboard ticking over and when you got that goal laid on it looked like he might have just done enough but they came back the same way as they did against Ahawillan last week were you expecting them to kind of come back once he scored that goal? Oh absolutely I was at the game last week against Ahawillan and Carrick and uh, we knew they were fit we seen them fit they were all over Ahawillan for the 65-70 minutes you know so we were expecting them to have the legs the Great young team, they're great runners, new manager after coming in, so of course we expected them to come back, but when the game was in the middle part, we just didn't react like we should have, and as I said, then, when we get back on Tuesday evening again, we'll just have to look at that, you know. On a personal level, you're playing pretty well there in the middle of the field, you were picking off passes from centre field to anyone you wanted nearly at that stage, you were rolling back the years, how did it feel on a personal note playing today, you seem to be in good form? Oh yeah, cruising along nicely, I suppose, maybe I got a week's break there, I had an injury against Ahawillan, so... Maybe that was a bit got to do with it as well, but look at us. We all lose as a team, we win as a team, so it doesn't make any difference who played well, who didn't play well there. We all have to take it on the on the chin there that we just didn't get over the line when, as we said before the game, that we wanted to top the group. So, you know, everyone should be very disappointed. Carrick bet us last year in the league. I know we bet them in the championship, but they're after pipping us again there today. So we have to be disappointed, you know. But as I said, we get back to the grindstone on Tuesday evening and... Um, Take a look at what happened, you know.
in terms of the actual advancement to the quarterfinal stages probably won't knock you out of the championship you'll still make that quarterfinal spot bar an absolute miracle set of results on the last day of the season um, in terms of yourselves how much will a defeat like this kind of sit in the memory or will it be gone today um, once you finish, leave the pitch here uh, no, as I said, once we get back to training on Tuesday evening, we'll, we'll look at what happened and the boys will have the stats and all there for us, you know, and uh, we'll just what went wrong, we'll just have to fix them during the week and have to get a quick turnaround because we have Fina next Saturday evening and Fina are very good outfit as we've seen, this could, could have took Mohill, probably should have took Mohill from what I'm hearing and Bet Carrick as well, so just so as there's, there's nothing between any team really in this division, so um, as I said, we just have to get back to the grindstone and uh, go at it again on Tuesday evening and go for our FINA they're there so you can get, take two points off them on top of the group you know listen hard luck today thank you very much Dara Farrell super sub for St Mary's so far in the last two games it's a bit of a turnaround from two weeks ago yeah huge look our backs were fairly against the wall last week you know two losses on the trot and we're facing into relegation going into the holding game without a result so the lads show serious backbone over the past two weeks to come back beat Hallwill and Ballinamore two contenders two big teams and Hopefully that's us secured for the quarterfinals now. I think no matter what happens now at this stage, you've one foot and probably a, a full toe in the other side in that draw in the quarterfinal in a couple of weeks' time. From your own point of view, not making the starting team just yet, but you've made a huge impact off the bench in both of those games. Yeah, look, we've we've great uh, squad depth there. There's serious competition for places. You know, even though you can see behind us there, we have a full team training there. 16, 17 lads are on the bench. We used four subs today on top of the 15, so there's serious depth there and it's a, a squad effort, effort and everyone buys into that, everyone knows that. What's different in the squad now that wasn't maybe there two weeks ago? I suppose we just weren't performing, we maybe we weren't doing our roles correctly, um, weren't playing the system correctly. Uh, I suppose the layoff didn't do us well, we, we had only maybe two weeks, three weeks back, you know, a lot of injuries straight into championship, but... Uh, We've managed to turn it around and get get back on track. So yeah. In terms of the expectations, uh, decent crowd here today. Some big expectations coming forward. Going forward into the championship, you've no more group games. That's your fourth game. Four games done. Everything is in other people's hands now in terms of where you finish based on results this evening and next week. What's the hope? Obviously, maybe third, fourth place in that group and a handier draw in theory at least. Um, yeah, I think at this stage it'll either be third or fourth how we play out. And look, it's it's a quarter final. Um, there's no handy draw, I don't think, in a in a quarter final. Some very good teams on the other side, so we'll just be concentrating ourselves on our preparation over the next three weeks. And whoever it is, it is. I think two weeks ago, nobody in the right mind would have asked you the next question. But in terms of realistic hopes of winning the championship, is this group capable of that? Because it's a very different side. I don't want to keep harping on it, but it's a much more improved side over the last two weekends than maybe the first two weekends of the championship. Is the championship in this group's grasp? Yeah, look, we're just taking it game by game. You know, two weeks ago it was Aha Willen. We didn't win. If we didn't win, we're out. We didn't win today. We could have potentially was out of our hands. So look, we're just concentrating on a quarter final. Take it game by game, and anything's possible. We definitely we have the team. We have the management behind this team to go all the way. But we'll just be concentrating, taking step by step. Can you keep getting those last-minute scores to to put that score in the favour of St Mary's over the next couple of weeks? Look, I don't I don't think it's good for anyone's heart, but uh, if we can keep playing like we're playing, um, we shouldn't have a problem. Well done today. Cheers. Thank you for having me. Now live on Saturday evening on LeitrimGAA.ie and across their YouTube channel, you would have had the opportunity to watch Melvin Gales take an early lead and never really relinquish it against a Glencar Manor side 
just struggling to compete with them at the start of the particular game. I made the journey to Kinlaw on Sunday evening for a chat with the Melvin Gales manager, James Phelan. James Phelan, back to the scene of the crime last night. You must be delighted to get that win over local rivals. Always nice to get one up on that Glencar Manor. Absolutely. Delighted on, on several different levels. Uh, we got a performance. We, we uh, put ourselves in contention to be you know, fairly high up in that group. Um, and as you say, we, we, we beat our, our local neighbours and rivals manner and you know the fact that they were the county they are the present county champions, you know, it was it's uh, they were the marker, you know, that we wanted to 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 set ourselves against, you know, and so once you you want to pitch yourself against the best. So we came across that now. That doesn't mean anything going going forward, but at least it, we're at the races, you know. In terms of the game yesterday, a bright start from yourselves? We got a great start. Uh, we got the dream start. I think we hit two-two in about five minutes, um, and and that really set us up for the performance ahead. You know, it put that daylight between us that it was just always going to be difficult. You know, given the type of games we have with Glencar Manor, th- they were going to find it hard to to, to bridge an eight-point lead. In terms of the structure of the championship this year, it must be nice to have had games where you haven't had to travel too far for games, uh, rather than the usual trek to maybe Drumshambo, Carrick, or Balnamore. Absolutely, yeah. You know, we were in Leitrim Village and we were in Drum Riley, but while I think it's a huge distance to come from Drum Riley down here, we're used to these journeys uh, to, to the south of the county all the time. Um, but no, it, it has actually worked out well. It's been great to host championship games at home. It brings a different uh, atmosphere to the whole thing. And, you know, like last night, it was a special occasion here with having our new pitch and having us, uh, our, our neighbours here. You know, there was a good crowd and there was a good atmosphere, and it was a lovely evening as well. What did the streaming element bring to it, or are you even aware of that once you're kind of le- watching the game develop in front of you? No, generally not not aware of it as it's going on, but um, it does create a buzz, uh, all right. You know, I suppose going out beforehand, lads would have known that you know this was being shown around, and you know there would have been family members and and so and so on watching this in different parts of the world. You know, and we were getting messages afterwards from from different parts of the world saying well done and all the rest. So I suppose from that point of view, it does bring a different uh, type of an element to it. In terms of the overall championship again, based on the first maybe round or two of games, there were certain trends that have pretty much been knocked on their head over the last two weeks. Yourselves had a rough opening day, maybe defeat to Leitrim Gales. Uh, you've turned that around completely. You sit on top of the table, albeit with one game left to go in the in the group. How have you seen the kind of the development of your squad over the last four weeks? Yeah, well, with the year that was in it, uh, it, it was always liable that something like that would happen. That you go in cold to the first game. Um, with the with the whole COVID nineteen and the lockdown, it didn't give you a chance to prepare that well. Insofar you couldn't get uh, challenge matches and so on. So, you know, like everybody else, we went in with what we thought was our best fifteen starting. It didn't work out for us on that day, and you know we had to evolve and change fairly quickly. But luckily, you know, the, the changes we made have worked for us, and the team have settled back in again, and and we got the last three results on the bounce. So it's been fairly positive. The same is probably true in the other half of the championship in the other group and it really is almost a lottery now as to who's going to finish top of a group and who's going to finish third or fourth in a group. So it's very hard to predict who you're going to have in the quarterfinals. Has any of that come into your consideration at all as you're looking at the final permutations in the the fifth round of games? Up until now I hadn't looked at it. Uh, We were just you know, really interested I suppose in what we were doing on this side of the group ourselves. As it is, I think there's, you know, all the teams are in four points on the other side. So it's down to next weekend, anything can happen. And being quite honest, not really, you know, there's not a kick in the ball of a ball between any of those teams over there. Carrick, 
you know, had a, a serious setback early on and, you know, have come through in flying colours now. So it really doesn't matter who you meet on that other, the other side of that group now. Manor Hamilton play Leitrim Gales next week. Probably the only fixture that affects you in a material way. If Manor win it, you finish top on the head-to-head results. If Leitrim Gales draw or win, they'll be top of the group. Mm-hmm. In terms of that, if you finish top of that group, it is Carrick you'll play in that quarter-final because they're almost guaranteed to be fourth based on the score difference. It would take a kind of a, a, a fair, an interesting combination of results on the last day for them to finish anywhere but fourth in that group. Have you had a chance to look at them? Will you go look at them next week? I know you're idle. Yeah, I... they're actually they're idle too. They're yeah, they're finished yeah. their campaign too, so you kind of don't really get that opportunity. Yeah, well, look, uh, some of those games are are online, so we could go and look at them if we were really interested. But no, I'm just interested in what we're doing ourselves. Talk to us about the actual team this year and some of the changes you have made since that opening day. Like, who has come into the team that maybe has impressed you that you weren't maybe necessarily expecting massive things from this year? Yeah, well, Donald Clancy came in last night. Uh, that was his first start this year, and he, he scored one two. Uh, so that was you know that was a huge bonus for him. Um, well, the team hasn't changed that much. Maybe a few positional switches. Reese Brennan finds himself back along the half back line now, and he's in, he's enjoying life there. Um, Killian McGlone is playing a wee bit closer to goal. He scored two goals last night. So a few of those positions, positional changes are, have, have worked for us and you know the fellas are seeming to enjoy where they are at the minute. You know, There's a few teams still lurking there in the, the middle of those two groups and it's probably been spread now from maybe three or four teams that people were talking about at the start of the championship to probably six or seven who could potentially, yourselves included, who could mount, mount a serious title challenge. Where do you see this ending up where do you see I know I'm going to put you on the spot but where do you see this finishing up uh, over the next couple of weeks who do you think is going to be there at our maybe the best way to phrase it is who do you see as the biggest obstacle to uh, a county championship run uh, we're the biggest obstacle to ourselves <laughs> to be quite honest it's it, that's you know that's just so difficult to answer um, obviously you know well you know Manor are still going to be there they're the present county champions there'll be a kick in Manor Um Ballamore are going to be looking to, to, to go one step further than last year. Mohill are always there, thereabouts. Carrick have suddenly put their hands up. Fiena are going to be there. It's, it's impossible to say at this stage. You know, there are a lot of quality teams coming through. And you know what? It's great for Leitrim football to see this. Where, as previously, you'd have been fit to point out, okay, there's two teams, possibly, we'll see maybe three that are going to, you know, uh, fight for this championship. There's a good six teams at the minute that's, that we could take points or take a, a game of each other at, at this stage. What's next for you? You've an idle week this week, then I think it's a week off before the quarterfinals kick in. So you've got a nice little break ahead of that. Yeah. What will you do with the team over the next uh, two or three weeks? Yeah, look, we'll we'll get back to the drawing board, take a look at ourselves. You know, as you say, possibly take a look at pot- potential opposition, and just you know, we're hoping to kind of follow the the, the upward, you know, trend that we're on at the minute. Maybe working our fitness a wee bit, working our game. There's something things we can work on, you know. You're not going to tell us today, <laughs> I don't know myself at the minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, congratulations on... It's always nice to win a local derby. There's been plenty of them this year in the Championship, but this one always has a bit of bite to it between Melvin Gales and, and Manor, and I know you'll take a bit of delight in this. I'm sure they won't take it lying down, and they may cross swords with them again later in the year. Look, you know, there's always that possibility, and uh, listen, we'd love to see Manor and back in the county final again with us. So.
<laughs> it might happen. <laughs> Here's hoping. Yeah, well, it'll be a good day out. Also on Saturday evening in Leitrim Village, Drum Riley were the visitors to Leitrim Gales, and I spoke after the game to two of the injured players who missed out on both sides' selections for the night. David Brune of Leitrim Gales talked to me while Nigel Maguire of Drum Riley spoke to me after his side's last-minute comeback that just fell short. David Brune, you missed tonight's game through injury, but you must be relieved the way the game played out towards the end of the second half. Yeah, I'd, I thought we, we started the game off slow enough. Um, took us a while to grow into it, but the the especially the third quarter, I thought we were, we were very good. I think I don't think Drum Riley scored in that quarter, but then again, we took the foot off the pedal and and let Drum Riley back into it. And like you know, they've they've a few very good players. You know, they're always gonna, you know, they're always gonna put us under pressure. But it's it's a bit frustrating the way we let them back into it. In, we we're in such a good position. I think we we're eight points up, like. And ended at two, you know, two points in it. So, yeah, there was nothing really in it, but relieved, yeah, as you said. Is it a worry that the game last week against Alan Gills, an eight-point victory or eight-point lead to a draw today, a five or six-point lead, back to yeah. s- scary situation at the very end? Yeah, it's uh, it's strange because um, we like to think our fitness is fairly is fairly good, like, but it is frustrating that we're letting we're letting teams back into I suppose circumstances last weekend with with the early red card didn't help us but you know we can't really blame blame Anthony today with perfect conditions you know we had 50 men on the field apart from you know the last two minutes of the black card but um yeah it's um just relieved to get the win really Brefney you know we came in here with a few with a few injuries and you know two points is all we wanted and we, we've come out with that I suppose midway through that second half as well, Brendan Flynn pulled off one or two saves that, had they gone in at that stage, it might have been even tighter towards the end of the game. Yeah, I oh, look at Benny. Benny, you know, he's capable of that. You know, it has to be a fairly, has to be a fairly good shot for it to go by Benny. But um, yeah, look at we. I suppose we got the, we got a bit of luck. You need a bit of luck, and uh, I think we had a few. We had one or two goal chances here that didn't go in. So I suppose both teams can can uh, can complain about missed goal chances. You know. In terms of your own uh, situation, what has you out of the game today? Uh, just calves, calves strain. I think it is. It's. I, I wouldn't have been able to play today, so uh, just hope, hoping to get back for next week. Obviously, Glencar Manor next week champions. They've been on a fine run of form, beaten tonight though. So uh, it's kind of opened up the group. Ballinamore losing on the other yeah. side of the draw. It really is kind of going to come down to the wire to see who's going to play who in the quarterfinals. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, it is. It is definitely going to come down to the wire. But look at. I think most teams just want to get into the quarterfinal. You know who they play in the quarterfinal um, will be dealt dealt with later on. But you know the main, our main aim anyway is just is it was just getting into quarterfinal. We're there now, um, and uh, you know Manor obviously it's going to be a tough test. I think they have a few players back, like to James Rooney and them. But um, yeah, look, we'll give we'll give it our all, and you know we'll probably still be down a few lads, but it's a chance for other lads to come through. In terms of those players that we missing, obviously Colin Morton red card last week. You mentioned he'll miss next week's game yeah. through a second yeah. suspension. Uh, a couple of other injury niggles. Unan Tracy went off yeah. last yeah. week in the, in the game too. What's the the outlook for the depth of the squad here with Leitrim Village? Uh, look, we've lots of we've lots of young lads coming through, and uh, you know um, I don't know how many we had on the we had on the sideline today, but depth of squad isn't an issue. Um, I suppose. The books that are missing would be, you know, maybe classified as kind of senior lads, um, which, you know, whatever team you're on, you're going to miss senior lads. But um, it's a great chance for young lads to come through and, and, and grab a starting spot. And I think a few of them did today, the likes of Ryan Goldrick and uh, and even Aaron McLaughlin. I think Aaron McLaughlin's first game back since he came back from from um, the US. But yeah, no, look, a depth squad isn't, isn't really a problem for us. I'd like to think so. 
how much are you enjoying playing senior football? Because it ha- is it a noticeable step up from the intermediate grade? It's a massive step up. Um, you know, it probably helped us that we we're playing Division One league the last two to three years. But there's no replacement for senior football. Like just just the intensity. Like you know, um, yeah, it's 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 serious. And and just given the fact that we didn't think we were going to be playing football at all this year. It's just an added bonus, you know. Listen, well done today, despite the little bit of a scare drum ride it gave you towards the end. Yeah, cheers, Brett. Thank you. Nigel Maguire, your thoughts after that game? Yeah, yeah, look at hard luck. It's a great evening for a game of football, I suppose. We came out hungry, just didn't get the run of play. A couple of times we had a couple of good goal chances. <coughs> One of them went in. You know, we could have been a couple of points up. At some stage through the game, then we're defending league and it's a different kind of game. But yeah, we were chasing it the whole time. <coughs> A goal at the end, another chance at the end. Some mischance, but uh, Leitham Gales were good now, in fairness. They deserved a win on the day. Can't deny them that. You might have left yourself just too big a gap to close, even though it's a fairly spirited comeback in the second half. Uh, it was, yeah, yeah, I suppose. The club, or the lads, fair play to them. They, they never gave up. There was always there was always a chance. Like five or six points is nothing in the game of football, and you see a goal going in like that. <coughs> you know, it just doesn't take long to go up another couple of points to follow up with it. Unfortunately, it didn't happen today for us. Yeah, big game next weekend now against Allen Gales. <coughs> we'll be targeting that one. We don't get through there. I think what I'm hearing, we have the willies in a, a relegation battle, so we don't want to be going down to that. So, yeah, it's, it'll be all up next weekend. Winner takes all. What's the thoughts going into that game next week? Obviously, any injuries? I know you missed tonight's game. Yeah, we have a few lads carrying a few injuries, so yeah, I don't think there'll be much done this week. Running wise, like our fitness levels aren't going to change much between now and next week. It's between it's about mining, mining our players now this week and making sure everyone's as as close to 100% next week as they can be because uh, we're going to need everyone and yeah, big effort from big effort from, from everyone needed. Yeah, you pulled off one fantastic victory last year against Melvin Gales to put yourselves in that quarter final spot. Is that in that? in your capability this season to, to kind of pull one over on Alan Gales next weekend? Oh it is of course yeah yeah. we were targeting this game I suppose from the start I suppose Alan Gales would have been targeting us as well Like, uh, it's, it's a toss of a kind next weekend I suppose it comes out who's it'll all come down to who's hungrier uh, you know the two of us are probably you know not much in it I suppose either side yeah it'll come down to who's hungrier next weekend hopefully it's us Hard luck today but fantastic second half performance yeah, yeah, fair play to the boys, yeah. In the Ladies Senior Football Championship, I caught up with Glencar Manor's Dervil Rooney after their defeat to Balnamore Shauna Heslins on Sunday. Dervil Rooney, tough day this morning. It was a tough game, all right. They had a tight defence. Um, just figuring out the blank defence. We were practising that in training as well, trying to get the rounding, but we knew we were up for a tough game. Um, unfortunately, it didn't go our way in the end. Still very disappointed about it now, yeah. In terms of the overall look of the championship, obviously there's been a very definite top three sides in the championship. You, of course, been one of those three sides. Today's game, how does it affect the kind of the confidence within the group? Uh, initially, we're very disappointed after the game, but you know there's a positive out of every situation. I think that this is actually a good thing for us because we have so much potential on the team. Like the team has so much ability, and every year we're in the same situation. We still haven't won a county final, and. I think that now that we have this defeat and that disappointment in a game that doesn't really matter that much, thankfully, um, maybe it will drive us for the semi-finals and the finals. We'll be able to reflect on this game and that will push us on. 
still a big crunch game of course to come between yourselves and St. Joseph's again not massively meaningful in the grand scheme of things in terms of where the championship will end up but how do you approach a game like that are you focused in on it or are you looking towards the semi-finals at this stage already we take every game as it comes like you know focus on every game and um, yeah just practice rehearse and training and try and do go, go by our own game plan really and not think too much about them and their players and focus build on our own team and build on our own games that we've had already the good crop of young girls coming through the club here obviously evidenced by your win today in the junior championship those girls knowing that they're there to come and take places well it mightn't affect you necessarily yourself but it must have a good really good feel good, good factor in terms of the team knowing that the girls at 16 17 18 in the squad can come in and do a job it's brilliant it's unbelievable to see it as well like underage there's savage potential and that drives us on a training like everyone is fighting for their positions no one knows who's going to get starting um like in the senior game today there's the full junior panel like you've seen unbelievable panel every single one of them players could be starting on the junior in the senior team as well like you don't know if you if you got your place or not like in terms of your own sport at the moment any boxing um there's just boxing training at the moment but no competitions are in sight yet will you be back you'll be back in the ring yourself will you hopefully please god yeah well listen uh, well hard luck this morning and I suppose this afternoon in terms of the, the game but uh, good to see Glencar Manor competitive on, on both fronts today yeah definitely yeah lot to take from it on Friday night after a solid victory for Kiltubbard against their local rival St Francis I spoke to one of their players Emma Guckian as well as St Francis's Cueva McGarry Cueva McGarry tough day at the office of course well every day out with our local derby with Kiltubbard is a tough day we're really giving it our all here in the senior championship to contest, but I know you couldn't ask for a better group of girls to start off the games with, and you know we really did give it our all. Just unlucky to not get the result there in the end. I suppose this kind of mirrored last year's clash with the two teams. Started really brightly, just couldn't put those scores away. What was it that maybe just didn't quite go right for you today? Well, I suppose nobody expected us to be back here now after lockdown, but it from our performance out there it really shows that we are able to contest in the senior championship and we're right up there with the best of the teams and just unfortunate to not get that last bit over the line but you know we're, we'll work on it and we keep pushing on every year so we're, we're fighting to stay up in senior championship and we're here to stay. There's two games left I suppose ahead of maybe I would want to say inevitably maybe that relegation final but tonight would have been seen as, as a crunch game for you. What is the outlook for the team going forward? Well, well, we're not going to put ourselves down. We're going to look forward to the next game and still go in with the winning attitude and give it everything we've got. And you should look, there's still two games, as you said. We're not done yet, so we're going to just go out there, play the best we can. We can't do anything else. What lessons do you take from today? Just, well, our communication has really improved on and, you know, we just need to keep building on it. You know, of course, there's every, like, little tweaks that can be altered, but sure, that's with everything and, you know, we just have to keep going out there and training hard and doing what we do. So. Listen, hard luck. It can't be easy to have a chat with us after a, a defeat like that. So hard luck today. But best luck for the championship. Thank you very much for having me. Emma Guckian, you must be happy with that. Yeah, it was a well fought when we we knew it's always a tough battle between St Francis and ourselves. We were quite disappointed with the two previous games, so today we just kind of said to ourselves, "This is we have to show what we're really made of." We didn't do ourselves just in the last two games. I think we did that. We kind of let them have the ball a bit too much there in the second half, but we held on there and we got the win anyway. So we're happy enough. A nice margin of victory in the end really kind of sets a stall out for that semi-final spot that you're chasing. Is that a realistic target for you now? 
Yeah, definitely. That's what we're aiming towards. Um, so we just take it one game at a time, really. We'll be looking to um, Ballamore in Sunday week, and that's what we'll be working towards. We'll have a little break this weekend, the game being on Friday, and um, we'll just review the game um, the coming week, and we'll, that's what we're looking towards, semi-final spot, yeah. What are you most happy with today? Is it the scoreline or kind of the application? Um, just the motivation from the team, like, you know, having the two defeats coming into this game, we went three points down there and like, you know, wasn't looking good, but we kept the heads and we fought and went three points up at half time and we were like, we ha we can't lose this um, uh, lead and thankfully we kept it and eight point victory in the end, so we're, we're very happy with that, yeah. I suppose Kiltobert are well used to contesting semi-finals and finals in Leitrim at senior level. At the, this year it's been a bit of a struggle for you two defeats as you mentioned can you bridge that gap to maybe those three teams that seem to be kind of have created their own little group at the top of the table yeah I think there's there's been a big step up in the women's football in the coming years with a lot of youth coming coming up um, ourselves we'll we'll just keep fighting on under the radar we we won't ride ourselves off like we'll let people ride us off but like we're always training in the background and we'll keep fighting for them top three spots so yeah we'll we're, we'll be contenders there thereabouts and we'll we'll keep training and keep the heads down yeah well done today thank you at the saint francis kiltobert fixture on friday night i caught up with the leitrim ladies manager hugh donnelly to hear more about how his team has been affected by the covid lockdown and what the plans are for the restart of inter-county action later in the season hugh donnelly leitrim ladies manager we're here at a senior championship game you're, you're scouting players how has your uh, last few months been it's a bit strange yeah it's a bit it's a bit surreal to be honest um but look it, it is what it is and we've got to to work around it. Um, from my point of view, what we've done is we've we've kind of frozen all training and, and let them go back to their clubs and, and let them enjoy their club football and club training and um, you know we'll reconvene when in mid September and um, we'll take it from there. Just you're here at a club game between St Francis and Kiltobard. I suppose this really is all you can do is kind of look at players and keep seeing if there's anyone that you can add to the squad. It was big enough to start with. Ah uh, yeah. Well look, listen. Th there's a the possibility of you've always the possibility of a few um, players um, um, moving on or, or for, for various different reasons but I suppose it's always good to see what's out there and this is my first you know real opportunity to get around the clubs and, and see who's out there and see is there anything else that I can add to and, and look for these key players who, who um, will add something to the panel so it's um, no, no, it's 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 enjoyable it's, it's good to come down and, and you know and, and just relax and enjoy the games and, and, and see what's there have you seen anyone that you mightn't have been aware of before the the lockdown happened? Oh yeah, listen, I've been very impressed with a lot of a lot of the players that, that I've seen. I suppose the big thing for me uh, and key for me is consistency. Can they do it on, on a week to week basis? So that's kind of what I'm what I'm gearing at. I'm trying to look at different games and myself and, and some of the background team around uh, different games, and we're trying to to maybe drop a possible uh, number of, of players. So it's it's just let's see can they be consistent on a weekly basis and uh, you know there's some cracking games in, in that in that um, senior championship and, and uh, intermediate games and stuff so it's just about you know can they do it week in week out you know in terms of the I suppose the senior championship when it does the intermediate championship should I say when it does kick back into gear the draw took place a couple of weeks ago there wasn't really much focus on it at the time because I think people probably didn't quite still believe it was going to happen we're inching closer to that so the club championships up and running football's back What's your uh, your idea of the draw now? Are you happy with the draw? 
Look, listen, it's it's a tough draw. Uh, it's probably the toughest group of all them, to be perfectly honest. But it's an excellent opportunity for us to to go out against um, you know a team who has been beaten in the last two intermediate All Irelands and and down a team that's pushing really hard in Division Three. So it's it's a great opportunity for us to measure ourselves because at the end of the day. Our you know objective is to try and get out of Division Four and progress and play better teams and, and play at you know um, a higher standard of football. So it's going to be a fantastic uh, opportunity for us to go out and, and, and express ourselves and and you know just um, you never know. The league campaign had been very very impressive at the very start of the season. What's happening with the, the league now? Will that be played? No, that, that the party is, is shelved um, and it'll be just a, azure again um, next year, which I thought was a little bit premature for, from the county board to do because you had, um, you know, my own thinking and I think a lot of the girls would have been that you finish one competition before you start another. Um, there's a lot of teams who I suppose possibly got out of jail, teams that might have been facing relegation, but you know, the likes of ourselves and Louth and Kildare and teams like that who were maybe, you know, pushing for, for promotion. So it's, you know, Gears have worked really hard this last six months and, and, and bought into something and you know that just carpet has been took from underneath them and, and it's a small bit frustrating on that front but look again it is what it is it, you know the health of the people and, and, and you know family members and, and, and friends and stuff is, is really important so look you, you've got to you got to take it How much contact has there been between yourself and the players while you haven't been able to gather them together for uh, group training? Look uh, just the same as every other team possibly um, Zoom meetings and, and, and online and stuff like that but as I said I've been trying to let them switch off now this last number of months and let them go enjoy their club training uh, their club football and um, you know we'll reconvene um, come September and, and we'll, we'll, we'll take it from there just You've managed to see probably most of the teams in the senior grade at this stage are you happy with the standard of football in the clubs here in the county? Almost definitely. Look, you know, in any given day, um, you know, any team could have a bad day at the office and whatnot. And, and so far, I've been. I suppose week one was um, possibly two mismatches, the the two games that I went to. But I'd say to that, um, I suppose there was a rustiness coming in that first week of games as well. A lot of teams and a lot of players hadn't been out and getting game time. So as the the, the championship is progressing, as I say, it's getting a bit more exciting and um, it's coming to a conclusion. So it's it's um, it's exciting stuff. Like. Well, listen, let you get back to watch the players. No bother. Thank you very much. Now it's all about the junior football on a Sunday afternoon in the county for the last few weeks. And to be honest, it's where some of the most entertaining games have been taking place. And I found myself in Leitrim Village on Sunday afternoon at a game between Leitrim Gale's second side and Ahavas' second side. And it was a fantastic game with a couple of young lads who are full of energy and looking to make their mark on the sport in the county but a couple of slightly older more experienced heads too now the manager of the Ahavas side who ended up winning the game by a four-point margin courtesy largely down to a an injury time goal that kind of looped in uh, to put a gloss on the scoreline for the Ahavas side but Fintan McBrien was rolling back the year scoring points from 30-40 yards as if it was easy and it, I caught up with him after the game for a little bit of a chat on on the whole situation within their club and why junior C football is so important to a rural club like Avas. Fintan McBrien, super sub, uh, not a term you'd expect to hear you've been used about you in junior C level, but a nice impression there when you came on late in the game. Uh, look at Refn, I suppose it's always nice to come on and the fact that we won the game was an advantage as well. So um, look, it was nice to roll back the years, I suppose, and, and more importantly, nice to, to win the game for the lads that put in such a great effort uh, throughout the game. So we're delighted with the performance. In terms of the actual game, four points in the end, but an injury time last minute goal kind of put a bit of a gloss on what was a fairly competitive game the whole way through, tit for tat. 
it, it actually was. It was a very competitive for Junior C. It was nipper took the whole way through. As you say, the, the goal at the end definitely put a gloss on it. But you know, it could have went either way. Leitrim Gales uh, obviously kicked a lot of wides as well. Uh, we took some of our shot selection was poor as well throughout the game. So on the balance of it, I suppose you know we probably just about deserved to win the game. It really did live up to all the junior C stereotypes, essentially, in terms of, of the, the quality of football at times. But there was some good individual performances, some good hits in that game too. There was, actually, yeah. Very, um, it was very competitive throughout. Uh, we had, I suppose, you look at uh, Niall McCabe, was very good for us. He was on the 40 there. We moved him inside as well. So he was a thorn in, in Leitrim Gale's side uh, throughout. Um, so he's just after coming out of a minor level. So he's a big addition uh, for us going forward, even at a uh, junior A level. So, yeah, uh, we're... We're delighted with some of our, our team's performance. Uh, you know, the lads battled throughout the game. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was uh, it's just great to get the win for us. In terms of, I suppose, the overall club picture, Junior C wouldn't register in most people's list of things to watch during the week. But how important is it for a club like Alvas to have this pool of players getting exposure to adult football? Well, we just actually said that before the game because we had... We had 11 lads there that, uh, you know, if we hadn't our, a second team, you know, there's a lot of people say that you shouldn't have, we shouldn't have a second team or whatever it may be, but we think it's very important going forward. As I said, we had 11 lads there that can play on our second team, and if we hadn't a junior C, they'd be getting no competitive football really at all. So I think for clubs, it's, it's, uh, it's imperative that they have a second and third team to keep everybody playing football. How have the COVID uh, restrictions affected the club or has it helped you with lads being around or uh, does it make having a second team more feasible for a small club like Alvaz? It, it really hasn't uh, affected us, uh, uh, Breffney, to be honest. You know, we still have our lads away during the week. We have lads in, in Dublin, we have lads, a couple of lads, in, we have three, two or three lads in Cork. They're all over the country. So, you know, during the week, we probably have our maybe 15, 16, and then at weekends, we have our 25, 26 lads out. So, really, COVID hasn't, uh, you know, helped us in any way as such. But, you know, at weekends, we have our full panel of players to pick from. You have the dual role looking after both teams. In terms of the competition going forward, you haven't yet kicked the ball in anger in the junior championship the way the fixtures and uh, concession has worked out. What's the hope for the club going forward? Is that junior championship there for you? Well, it's our aim. Obviously, at the start of the year, junior A was our, our goal, and uh, that hasn't changed. Uh, you know, we're, we're looking forward to actually this day week to get our first outing against Anna Duff. Um, I suppose we were unfortunate last week. We were all ready for Ahawillan, but uh, it was the game was then conceded. But I said that to, you know, myself and Mick said that to the lads, you know, at junior A level, that can happen and will happen, and it's no fault to anybody. Uh, but yeah, going forward, like our, our goal is to go as far as we can in the junior A and, and, and hopefully. You know, be there or thereabouts in the shake-up. Any chance of a cameo from yourself at that level? Because you were reeling back the years there big time today. No, absolutely not, uh, Repley, no. I, I, I actually have no plans to play on the first team at all. Uh, just, you know, we, we were short. Obviously, we had five, four or five subs there and a bit of pressure from the lads to go on. And, and I actually took the opportunity to go on. But no, I, I have no... No uh, willing to play on the first team. You know, we have lots of young lads in the club and uh, that's the way we'll be going forward. Well done today. Thank you, Breffney. Thanks. At the same time, junior football in the ladies' side of the house has all of the entertainment value also. A really entertaining game, just won by a single point by the hosts, Glencar Manor. So Fina disappointed on the day. I caught up with Elizabeth Honeyman of Fina as well as Ashling Faulkner of Glencar Manor. Elizabeth Honeyman, bad day at the office. Bad day at the office, surely. It's hard to get a defeat now after getting such a big win initially, but the last season, fairness, did play well. We just, I think we weren't on form today. There was nerves coming out and just weren't on top form. But again, the last season did play well. We give it all. I in that goal, I know, but sure, these mistakes happen. 
our defence in the end just we let it down. We weren't able to take our shooting opportunities at the, the start up in the forward line. We're going around in circles, just wasn't our day. But sure, a point is, it's nothing really like we can recover from it and come out strong again, hopefully. The structure of the championship means four of the five teams going to the semi-final, so you will get another bite of the cherry. There's definitely not a, a negative in the grand scheme of things. What's the, the look outlook for the rest of the championship? We're hoping to push on and win the next two games, hopefully. Um, it'd be great, like, we want to get out of junior. It's, like, it's hard to be in junior initially, like, and... We're, being, we're such a great team and all the girls give it 110% like not one of us like we go out there and we want to win like there's ambition in us to win um, we've come on a lot like we've been up and senior came down to intermediate now here we are we want to get out like because it's ridiculous so we hope to take on the next two games like full steam ahead and go straight on What's the mood like been in the camp for the, the season so far? It's been a strange kind of season for everybody. It has been a strange season with this whole pandemic, COVID stuff. I don't know what to say about it. It holds you back kind of in one way because you don't know what to do. And, but um, yeah, we hope to just push on. Camp is good initially. Like that first win we got against St. Francis was a great boost to us. Um, such a big score for us. And, it, you know, we did it the world of good and we went on and we had a great training session, like two trainings out during the week. And the, lad- the lassies pushed on and hopefully now it all works out. Well, hard luck today. Thanks very much. Ashling Faulkner, second game against first team opposition and three points from those two games. You must be delighted. We are. We're thrilled. Great to get the win under our belts now today. Talk us through today's game because it was fairly even the whole way through. It was. It was a tough battle out there. I suppose, yeah, we were just tit for tat the whole game. Uh, they really put it up to us with them being a first team. Uh, but I suppose that's nothing like our all our girls there were training with our first team and a lot of girls pushing for the first team. So, you know, it's great. We're fighting for it. Some new faces in the team from the last game. Orla Kelly came in, her transfer came through, her transfer back in from, from Australia. How much of a help is it to have players of that quality coming back in with like underage county, county experience at this level? Oh God, it's brilliant. And even just to drive all the girls um, around her on and we see her popping points over, you know, it's great for the morale and the team spirit. A couple of maybe fortuitous goal there towards the end, give, put you in the driving seat late on in the game. You never really looked like losing it from that point though. No, we didn't. Um, I suppose we were just... Said we'd keep fighting, win a few kickouts, keep pushing on and just keep the heads up. What's the future for this team? Obviously now you've got one place in the semi-final. You'll probably be home seeds or in, in the, the front for that. I'm not quite sure how the semi-final lineup is going to work just yet, but uh, you're in that semi-final. So have you give, let yourself put your mind forward for that yet? Um, not really. I suppose we were just we'll take it today, get the win under our belts. Um, like we had a tough game against Drum Kieran there two weeks ago, so we know that they're uh, we've them to come up against. So we'll just we'll see how it goes and just keep the team spirit up. And it will be a huge achievement for a reserve team or a second team to win this competition, given that there are first teams in there. But you've kind of put that uh, myth to bed today and the last day against Drum Kieran. In terms of this group, do you think there's a junior championship in this team? I think so, definitely, after the performance today. I suppose we have our sights in the senior team as well, so we're always keeping that in the back of our minds. Um, like We're all training together, and it's great credit to our managers that we can field two strong teams, and yeah, we'll just see how it goes. I suppose any injuries or suspensions at the senior grade would affect this grade in terms of girls not being available if you have to fill in those positions. How much of that comes up in conversation around the club at all, or are you even aware of that as a player? Yeah, we're, I suppose we are aware if any girls do come on for any minute of senior football, they can't play junior, but we just take it as it comes. Well, listen, well done today. Brilliant, thank you.
Thank you to everybody who spoke to me over the course of the entire weekend and helped put the show together. It really couldn't happen without people making themselves available, particularly, and I say this every week, but particularly those who have just had a defeat. It's never easy to self-analyze when you're maybe not that happy with your team or your own personal performance. So to those who spoke to me, particularly in defeat, uh, that really does help make us bring the real sense of what the game was like from both sides and a huge credit to everybody who does that. This, of course, has been the Sports Roundup show here on Leitrim Daily, supported by the local enterprise office here in County Leitrim. My name is Brett Fnearly. That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back on Friday with the preview show for next week's fixtures. Talk to you then.